What's up, guys? This is Jamie Messina, and we are bringing back the stories that we tell podcasts. So um, this was something I started last year, right before Corona started. And let's just say um, there was a wrench thrown in the game. Um, You know, a lot has changed since then. The coronavirus has completely transformed my life. I'm sure it has transformed yours as well. And so um, took a little hiatus there just because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm trying to navigate life right now. I don't know about you, but um, decided to bring it back. And so today we're going to start. We're going right back into it with the stories that we tell ourselves and how those stories shape and form our lives. And um, I'm going to go in and just give you guys some information about how my life has changed and, and what you can expect from me coming up. So stick around. All right. Well, let's see. Today's date. It's August 14th, 2020. I have no idea what has happened to the six months of my life. I'm sure you're in the same boat as I am. Uh, last time we spoke, I was in a, uh, it was about a year and a half into a long distance relationship with somebody who lived in Minnesota. Um, I was planning on moving there at some point and, um, well, that's no longer a thing. (laughs) Coronavirus works in mysterious ways. Um, and that's a lot of what we're going to go into today about how breakups and things like that can really trigger the things and the stories that we tell ourselves. So, um, I will say it wasn't only coronavirus. There was, there was other things going on before that, but, um, obviously it's hard to go and see and and physically be with somebody when you're long distance and you also can't necessarily fly and don't really know what's going on. Like that was a, that was a big thing and didn't know when we would ever actually see each other again. And when we finally did, you know, things were just up in the air and different. And I am one who suffers from anxiety and Although I feel like some people don't necessarily know when anxiety is coming out, it comes out in different ways, shape and form um, for everybody. And oftentimes people can can think reactions to things or understand, like not understand that it's actually your anxiety. And, and I think, you know, that's one of the major things that has happened. But needless to say that that relationship has transitioned on and, um, you know, she's transitioned on to something else. And, and I have some exciting things coming up in the future as well. But let's just say it definitely triggered some things within myself that uh, stories, old stories that uh, are still replaying in my head, things that, you know, maybe were formed at a really, really young age that when something in life like changes, make a change or, you know, maybe um, some kind of rejection, a breakup, you know, a failure that gets triggered within ourselves. Um, And so kind of wanted to touch on that today. I wanted to touch on um, some other things around that as, as well. And so here's the deal. I can only speak for myself, but I feel like as I speak, because I've, I've done some research on this, other people I know feel the same way. So let's talk about my breakup specifically. Um, it was something that, you know, it wasn't completely unexpected. Um, we definitely had some major communication issues, um, major comprehension issues, and, and neither one of us took the the role to stand up and like shake the other one and be like, all right, listen, this is what's happening. And um, that it definitely had, it didn't have to do with not loving one another, I don't think, at least on my part. And um, so that was the thing, like it wasn't unexpected, but when push came to shove and it was time to actually end and and decouple, uh, I myself, I can't speak for her, had, had some uh, issues with that. And that's something that I know isn't necessarily built in to this current situation, but something that 
is a story that I tell myself, right? Um, it, it's so easy to look at somebody else, somebody else's relationship, somebody else's breakup and give great advice, at least for me. Um, and even when I see my own situation, when I can take myself out of the feeling that I'm feeling, I can can give some really great advice. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm aware, uh, I'm open-minded, I can see all different sides of a situation, I can understand and, and look at a situation and, and see it for what it is. And uh, even though I can do that, it, oftentimes I am so triggered that I can't separate myself from the situation. And so um, I just let it roll and roll and roll and roll and roll. And I think that happens to a lot of people because it is a tough thing when you are um, when you go through a breakup, when you are somebody that is a, a big part of your life that you care about deeply, even if you know it's not working and how it is, you know, when that time comes to separate for real, it's like, well, did we even do everything that we could have done to, to fix it? And, you know, especially if if one person is, is just ready to go and move on and the other one isn't, um, it can be it can be super painful and bring bring up some things. And so I've been leaning deep, deep into that the past two months, really deep into it, because I recognize when I'm triggered and I recognize and understand what triggers are. I know that it's not necessarily the current situation. Sure it is. Like, sure, I have love for the, for the person and, and for the situation. But I understand that this goes a lot deeper than, um, than this current moment in time. And so that's something like, you know, that really brings up old stories. And unless you take a minute to breathe through it and feel the pain that you're feeling and try to understand, you don't even recognize what those stories are. So the way that I always describe it is that we have these pathways in our brain, right? They're neuropathways in our brain. And something that happened to you very, very young, it could be two, three, four, five, six, seven years old, sticks with you. And so the best way for me to describe it is you, you think of a dried up river, right? And when the river's dried up, you see where the water flowed at one point in time. And each little pathway that that water flowed is a, a neural pathway in your brain that was formed at some point in your life. And so when you pour the water back into the river or when the water comes flowing back in again, it follows those pathways. And so it's going to go in the direction that it was originally made, unless you can be aware of it and create a new pathway, unless you get out there with a shovel and be like, hell no, we're going to make a new pathway for you. That's not going to happen. And so that's where being aware of your triggers and being aware of the stories that you're playing in your head come in. And for me, um, yes, that's the first step. Now changing those is a whole nother story, if you know what I mean. It's just a whole nother story. It's one thing to be aware. It's another thing to actually change that, especially if there's some deep trauma, um, you know, tied to it. And especially even so, like most of us may not be able to pinpoint a place in time when that first pathway was formed. And that's what it is for me. Um, something that I am going and growing through in life, which I just feel like, hey, I'm one of those people that's been super vulnerable. Why not continue on this path and just share my heart and soul as I go along this journey? It's who I am. There's no running from it now. I know at one point in time, I protected myself by uh, trying to be tough, right? In middle school and high school and even in college up until my uh, you know, late 20s, I, I wanted to be a tough guy. I wanted to protect. I didn't want to have emotions. And here's the thing. I'm a sensitive person. There's no way that I'm not having emotions. So I'd hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, and all of a sudden explode and not understand. And um, you know, it, it, that just you know, alcohol played a role at one point, which I'm sober now, two year over two years. Um, but 
you know, that's just not the way to deal with things if you really want to go through life and grow through life to have the life that you want. And so um, that stuff came up for me a lot over the past two months, I will say, especially the last two months, just when you feel that you've not only been rejected, but that maybe somebody else is better than you, which isn't the case, right? Just because somebody moves on does not mean that that person is is better than you. Maybe maybe the person you were with believes that, but when it comes to you, I, I know that that's the first thought that you have, and um, that's just not the case, right? Like people don't work out; they just don't work out. It doesn't mean that somebody is better or not better. It just means that maybe they fit have a better fit than you did, and so. Um, but those things can definitely be triggered when that stuff happens, and. Um, so for me, I've been doing uh, some deep work, diving in, just feeling, feeling, feeling the pain. Uh, I decided to take a trip to Bozeman, Montana, so I could get into nature. Um, I've decided, uh, and which was amazing and beautiful and awesome, and I can't wait to get back there, by the way. Uh, and, and something that was good for me because it helped me to decide the next step in my life. Um, but really, man, I guess let's think of some things, or I'll share some of the things that I did when really – facing pain in particular with rejection or breakup. So one thing that brought me comfort was really looking at the things within myself that maybe they expressed, um, you know, something that wasn't great and take a look at those things and, and try to say, is this real? Is this really something that I need to improve or did this just not work for this situation? Or maybe, you know, they're projecting or something like that. And so I, I separated the things and then dove deep into working and, and repairing the things that I thought were valid and that I thought, you know, will be beneficial to bring to the next relationship. Um, the original thing is you have to accept that the one that you had is gone and um, that it's not coming back. So that's first and foremost. But once you do that, you can really do the work and look within yourself to see what is it that I can change and better about myself so that when I show up in my next relationship, it's going to be the best Ever. I'm going to show up in every way that I possibly can and not for anybody else, but for myself. Because when you truly love yourself and you can grow and, and make adjustments in, in places within yourself that you know because you're making those adjustments for you. Because I find that oftentimes the things that, that people don't like in a relationship that are valid are I want to, I don't want to say like faults, but I guess faults, but things that you're maybe avoiding or the reason you're doing those things is because you can't really look within yourself at, in that certain spot and, and say and feel that you love yourself. Right. And, um, I know for me, a big issue in all of the relationships that I had is, is how busy I make myself and how, um, the, the expectations that I put onto myself. Like I have high expectations for myself. I um, hold myself to this high standard where nothing is ever good enough. You know, whether it be workouts, my nutrition, what I'm doing for business, I, I feel, I never feel good enough. And I always push, 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 push. And when you are in a relationship and it's important to, you know, make somebody else feel that they're important to you, but you're so focused on the things that you need to do better. And you think that you need to do those things better for somebody else. Um, that ruins a relationship. So the exact thing that you're trying to do is ruining what you're trying to have. And um, so I think, you know, for me, those 
factors are important. Like learning how to put down the phone and be present with somebody that, that you love and give them that attention and, and that love that they deserve and desire um, is an important factor in that. And um, I could get, if you're, if you're on a roll and you're doing something for your business and it's important to you, that's one thing. But if you're doing something and, and showing up and, and not making room for the things that bring you joy because you don't feel good enough in what you're doing, that's a whole different story. Because you're just, it's just a catch-22 there. Because if you're trying to force something, it's never going to come about. We know that, right? And um, if it's never going to come about, you're just in this vicious cycle where you're now rejecting love and re- you're rejecting success. And um, that is something that I saw within myself is that, you know, it was just work, 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 work in my sleep, always answer messages, but not also um, finding the balance in being able to do that for the person that I'm with. And so that was something that I could definitely look within myself and understand, okay, this is something that that I could, you know, make some steps towards changing for sure. So basically what that whole breakup did for me was help me to um, really look within myself and the things that I want to better within myself when it comes to relationships. Because I, I know the deal when it comes to my fitness and health. I know what to do. You know, I've been doing it for, for eight, nine years. When it comes to my business, um, I kind of know what to do, although I can always improve and I am looking in, at ways to improve on that. But I knew how to show up in my business to keep it afloat. And um, I just didn't know how to show up in a relationship um, and also balance those other two things, which is super important for what I want in my life, right? And so um, I got to look within and uh, I made some big changes or choices coming up. You know, a year ago this month, I decided that I was going to be moving. And I uh, I told my roommate to move out. Um, I was moving in with my then girlfriend, you know, I was going to Minnesota. And, um, but fear kind of put a wrench in that, in that plan. And probably also the universe. Um, fear just, it just felt super overwhelmed when it actually came time to leave. I'm very comfy here in Boston. You know, my family is in the same town. Uh, I've lived in the same house for 13 years. Um, I just have a very comfy situation here. And then when it came to like, you know, we both had pets and how would I have insurance and how am I going to get there and what am I going to bring? And she had kids and it just, it got super overwhelming. And I, my anxiety just was like, and I just stopped. I just stopped in my tracks. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And I just freaked out. And so since then, my house has been empty. My roommate had taken a couch, you know, she like took her things. I, I didn't get a new roommate. And so I've lived in this like basically almost empty house for a year now. And, um, had always wanted to move, not necessarily to Minnesota. I wanted to go somewhere warm. And so when I got to go and take a trip to Bozeman and have some time in nature and hike and, you know, I got to, um, I paddleboarded down uh, this river up there and it was just super, just like, what do I really want in life? And I was talking with my aunt and, and it came that it's like, now, now is the time. I've been talking about moving for 10 years. What do I tell everybody that I coach and and that I work with is that like, you know, you got to face your fear. You got to do it. If there's something, if you're not happy where you're at, make the move. Um, You don't have to have it all figured out. You'll figure it out when you get there. And so last night I flew back in from St. Pete, Florida, where uh, I looked at an apartment, uh, the apartment of my dreams. I'm pretty sure I manifested. I'm scared. I'm scared to to say that, or I don't want to say scared, but uh, say it just yet, just because the, the lease hasn't come through the, the email yet, but, um, uh, manifested the, the most amazing place down there and, uh, I'm doing it in a month. I'm moving, I'm moving to someplace warm, the place like, you know, I've been talking about it for 10 years and finally making that happen. And I'm excited to see what's to come. And I'm also scared shitless, right? Scared shitless packing up. Like I just said, the same, the same fears that I had last year at this time are still there. 
they're still there. The only difference is I saw what not taking the steps to, to do what I wanted to do a year ago. I saw what, what happened because of that. And I, and I figured, you know what, you got to stop, you got to do it. It's time. Let's make a move. So, um, that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys, you know, moving forward with the podcast is just how we're facing those, how to face the fears and, and navigate through life. And, and I'll share, you know, my stories because right now here's the stories that are going through my head. Who the hell do you think you are? You're just going to pack up and move to Florida. You're, you're just going to leave all your stuff here and, and go all buy new stuff. What do you think you're a millionaire? What do you think you're going to like? What if your business fails when you get there? What if this happens? What if that all these stories are going through my head? And the fact of the matter is that's never going to change, right? That's never going to change. It's just they're not facts. Those are stories at this moment. So I got to face it and I got to do it. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to do moving forward. I'm going to bring you guys for the ride with me. Uh, is probably physically in the car, yes, but also just along this li- uh, ride, the next year is probably going to be a lot of transition, a lot of change that that might help you. You know, if you're thinking, of, if you feel stuck where you're at and you want to make some changes and, and you need to live through me or see what happens with me before you can make yours, that's what we're going to do. Um, and just attack the stories that we tell ourselves that hold us back from doing the things that we want in life. Because if there's anything that I know is that life is short and that it goes on. And I want my life to go on in the direction that I want it to, not to go on. Um, in the, I, here's what happened. I'm sitting in my office. I've been here 13 years, guys. I've never been completely happy where I'm at. And I, I just imagined myself 13 years from now in the same damn spot because I was too scared to make a change. And at that case, in, in that I'd be over 50 years old at that point. And, uh, you know, I just couldn't imagine doing it. So we're doing it. We're making the move. We're making things happen. And I'm going to bring you guys along for the ride with me. So stick with me. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll sign off on that note, but I will be back with some good content. I'm going to be showing up a lot more here and um, bring you guys things that can help you grow through life, things that can help you face the own stories that your own stories that you're telling yourself um, so that you can move forward in love and life and in business. And uh, until then, I will talk to you guys then uh, and uh, going to get packing. All right. Talk to you soon.